Assalamu alaikum. <coughs> Excuse me. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Alhamdulillah wa salatu wassalam ala Rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala. Mashallah tabarakallah we have reached the ninth interact of Quranic recitation. And I think at this point it's good for us to review the previous eight. So the first was realizing the greatness of the divine speech. The second was exalting the one speaking. The third was maintaining presence of heart. The fourth was contemplating. The fifth was striving to understand. The sixth was avoiding the preventatives of understanding. The seventh was applying the Quranic address to oneself. The eighth was being affected by the various verses that one recites. And now we've reached number nine, which Imam Ghazali titles At-Taraqi, translated as Ascending in Degrees of Recitation. These ten inner acts of Quranic recitation are extremely useful. And if we bring them into our lives, it will clearly change our relationship with the Qur'an for the better. It will enhance it and make it much, much more profound. And so this ninth inner act of Qur'anic recitation, he explains, I mean by that, is that we ascend in our degree of recitation until... We hear the kalam, the speech, from Allah Azawajal. La min nafsihi. And no longer do we even hear it from our own selves. فَدَرَجَاتِ الْقِرْعَةِ ثَرَاثِ So he's going to say that degrees of recitation are three. Adnaha, The lowest of the three. Which is still good, of course. But, again, he always likes to give us these hierarchies. So we can assess where we're at and we can work Towards what is higher. And all of this is based upon the principle of the spiritual path. Not being content with yourself is the secret to progression. You cannot progress if you're content with where you're at. Adam Odadan and Nafs. The spiritual path is built upon lack of contentment, contentment with yourself. You can always do better, you can always rise in degree. And this is what we want to do day in and day out. Put in more and more and more effort so we are constantly drawing nearer to Allah Ta'ala, constantly ascending in rank spiritually. So the least of the three. أَنْ يُقَدِّرَ الْعَبْدُ كَأَنَّهُ يَقْرَعُ عَلَى اللَّهِ تَعَالَى That the servant brings to mind it is as if that he is reading the book of Allah Ta'ala before Allah Ta'ala. Waqifan bain yaday, standing before him. bringing to mind that Allah is gazing upon him. minhu, and it hears him. So, what is the hal? What is the state of the one reciting when he brings this to mind? As-so'al. This is the station of asking Allah. What tamalluk, imploring him. Beseeching him, turning to him with everything that one has. 
these different meanings, and Imtihan Arabic, all point to this inner state of recognizing one's need before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, turning to Him, petitioning Him, asking Him, requesting from Him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is the least of the three degrees, and this is of course a great degree. And this is something that you and I can all do. And as you can see, it goes hand in hand with those first two etiquettes that Imam Ghazali spoke about, i.e. realizing the greatness of divine speech and exalting the one speaking. Because when you do that, you could bring to mind that you are sitting before Allah or standing before Allah. And as you read his book, you bring to mind that he sees you. This is vigilance. And this is the first degree of ihsan. فَإِن لَمْ تَكُنْ تَرَهُ فَإِنَّهُ يَرَاكُ فَإِنَّهُ يَرَاكُ You bring to mind that He sees you. مُرَاكَبَ Vigilance. We all can do this. And the more that we do this, the more that it will lead us to the next degree. So we bring to mind that we are standing or sitting before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we are reading His book. الثَّانِيَةِ The second degree. أَنْ يَشْهَدَ بِقَلْبِهِ كَأَنَّ رَبُّهُ عَزَوْ جَلْ يَرَاهُ وَيُخَاطِبُهُ بِأَلْطَافِهِ وَيُنَاجِهِ بِأَنْعَامِهِ وَإِحْسَانِهِ Is that we witness in our hearts is as if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees him and Allah addresses him and Allah and he that Allah is that conversing with him intimately with his bestowal of blessings and his giving of good. So this is a higher state. The first state is where we just imagine that we're standing before Allah and Allah sees us. But now, more than that, the higher state is we bring to heart that Allah Taala sees us. And really he says here in Yeshad that this is a state now of witnessing. And that Allah is addressing us individually. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Bi-al-tafihi. That with the manifestations of His gentleness. Wa-yunajihi. Ka'anna rabbuhu azawja yarahu. Wa-yukhatibuhu. Wa-yunajihi bi-an'amhi wa-ihsani. And Allah ta'ala is that addressing Him. And intimately conversing with Him. With His in'am and His ihsan. In'am is giving of blessings. And ihsan is giving of husn, giving of good. And so at this stage, when we bring to heart that Allah Ta'ala is addressing us, every letter, every word, every ayah we re- recite in the Qur'an, we bring to heart that Allah is addressing us directly. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he says, this is the maqam, this is the station of hayat, where we are modest before Allah. And we have, this is the station of ta'adheem, where we exalt Allah. This is the station of isra, where we listen attentively and carefully. And this is the station of fahm, where we try to understand the meaning of what Allah Ta'ala is conveying to us when we recite. So you can see how this is a higher stage than the first stage, because now he says here, it's not yuqaddar that he brings to mind. This is in yashhad bi qalbihi. He witnesses in his heart. So this is a higher stage. And he witnesses that Allah is speaking to him directly. 
And this is why that this station is one of feeling modest before Allah. Lowering oneself and having ta'zim and exaltation of Allah. And listening very carefully and understanding what is he is being addressed with. And then the third stage. And yaraf al-kalam al-mutakallam. Is that he sees the one speaking in the speech. وَفِي الْكَلِمَاتِ sifat, And he sees in the words the divine attributes. فَلَا يَنْظُرِ لِنَفْسِهِ He doesn't look at his own self. وَلَا إِلَى قِرَاءَتِهِ Nor does he notice his own recitation. وَلَا إِلَى تَعَلُّكَ لِنْعَامِهِ Nor does he look at how the giver of blessings is giving blessings to him, how he relates to those blessings. From the standpoint of him receiving those blessings. His sole concern is the one speaking, the mutakallam. All of his thoughts about anything else stops. As if that he is completely consumed with witnessing the one speaking, such that he doesn't notice anything else. And this is, of course, the degree of those who are close to Allah. And so, on one hand, when we read this, we need to be careful to think that it's just fun to talk about and interesting to talk about when we're bereft of it. And obviously, that's not why we read it. On the other hand, by knowing that it exists, it causes us to want it that in hope for it and ideally start to work towards it. And you could add to that love those whom this is their rank. And he says, And what proceeds before it in ranks are the stations of the people of the right. And he says anything less than these three degrees might be considered to be from the darajat al-ghafilin these people are in a state of heedlessness. And then he quotes the statement of Imam Ja'far Muhammad Sadaq radiallahu anhu, who speaks about this darajat al-ulya, this great rank. He says, Wallahi, laqad tajalla Allahu azza wa jalli khalkihi fi kalamah, walakinnahum la yubsirun. By Allah, Allah has manifested himself to his creation through his words, but they are not aware. Allah has manifested himself to his creation through his words, but they are not aware. And this is why they say, is that the greatest weird of all, after the weird of praying the five daily prayers, the greatest weird of all is the salawat al-khams. Because the weird is something that you do habitually, time and time again. And the five daily prayers are weird. And no one can say that they are taking the spiritual path seriously if they don't pray the five daily prayers in the right time with all of the requisite etiquettes. That is the greatest word of all is the word of the five daily prayers. And after that, other than the obligatory words, it's recitation of the Quran. It's the greatest word is the recitation of the Quran. And Imam Wazari already spoke about that statement where he said, you're not 
considered to be a murid, i.e. someone who wants closeness to Allah Ta'ala, unless you find in the Qur'an everything to read, everything you want. And so we need to learn Allah's book and establish a relationship with it. وَقَالَ أَيْضًا So he also said, who? Imam Ja'far al-Sadiq. وَقَدْ سَأَلُوا عَنْ حَالَةٍ لَحِقَةٌ فِي الصَّلَاةِ when some people asked him about a state that overtook him while he was in prayer, until he fell down, having lost consciousness. When he regained consciousness, and they asked him what had happened, I continued to repeat the verse, in my heart, until I heard it from the one who was, had spoken it. My physical body did not remain in place when I witnessed his power. لا إله إلا الله. وفي مثل هذه الدرجة تعظم الحلاب واللذة المناجاة And at this stage, the sweetness becomes greater. And the pleasure of the intimate conversation increases. This is where the Quran, Allah, it becomes very sweet, where this is all they want to do, is recite the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And one of them said, كنت أقرأ القرآن فلا أجل له حلاوة He says that I used to recite the Quran. And at first I wasn't, it wasn't sweet. I wasn't finding sweetness when I was reciting it. Until I recited it as if that I'm hearing it from the Prophet Muhammad And I brought to mind that as, as if that he was He was reciting it to his companions So I, I brought to mind that I'm hearing the Quran being recited As if I'm hearing it from the Prophet That reciting it to the companions and then he says, Then I was raised to a degree above it. Then I used to recite it as if that I'm hearing it from Gabriel. As if he is that giving it to the Prophet. Literally casting it. And because the revelation of the Quran came through the Archangel Gabriel. ثُمَّ جَاءَ اللَّهُ بِمَنْزِلَةٍ أُخْرَىٰ Then Allah Ta'ala blessed me with another degree. فَنَلْآنَ أَسْمَعُ مَنَنْ مُتَكَلِّمْ بِهِ Now is that I am hearing it from the one speaking to me. فَأَنْدَهَا وَجَدْتُ لَهُ لَذَّةً وَنَعِيمًا لَا أَسْبِرُ عَنْهُ When I recite it now, I find such a great pleasure and joy that I'm unable to be patient without it. Like I, 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 I whenever I'm not reciting, I'm not Patient to not be in a state of restoration, I want to get right back to it. And both Sayyidina Uthman bin Affan and Sayyidina Hudayfa, they said, Were the hearts to become pure, they would never become satiated from the recitation of the Quran, i.e., they would never become bored, they would never get sick of it. And even saying that sounds so coarse. To say that someone's bored of recitation, or to say that someone is uh, that sick of Awudhu Billah. But the heart and the nafs is real. 
and you have to purify the naf so that the heart becomes pure and then it enjoys its recitation. Now, وإنما قال ذلك لأنها بالطهارة تترقى إلى مشاهدة المتكلم في الكلام. They said this because it is through tahara, it is through purity of heart that a servant is raised into degree to the degree where they are actually witnessing the one speaking in the speech. ولذلك قال ثابت البناني. This is why the early ascetic and Imam Thabit al-Bunani kabbadu al-Quran 20 sana. I worked hard and struggled to recite the Qur'an for 20 years. And then I enjoyed its recitation for 20 years and found great pleasure in it. And is when someone reaches this state where they are witnessing the one speaking and they've turned away from all, us, all else is that the servant will be putting into practice the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, فَفِرُّوا إِلَى اللَّهِ And flee to Allah. فَفِرُّوا إِلَى اللَّهِ Flee to Allah. And this has a number of different meanings. And Imam Muzad is pointing to the highest of them. So when you say, فَفِرُّوا إِلَى اللَّهِ So flee unto Allah. Flee to Allah from disbelief to belief. Flee to Allah from disobedience to obedience. Flee to Allah from heedlessness to wakefulness. Flee to Allah, i.e. flee to His remembrance from all else. Flee to Allah. And when someone is witnessing the one speaking, they will be fleeing to Allah in the highest meaning. And do not um, set up another God with Allah. So if we're not witnessing Allah and the divine impact upon creation in everything, then we're noticing otherness. And with those who reach the higher degrees of spiritual witnessing, if we are noticing other things, then necessarily we are exposed to committing subtle forms of shirk. And that uh, what we want ultimately is to move up in the degrees of La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. La ilaha illallah at its foundational meaning, nothing deserves to be worshipped except Allah. But if we move up in degree, La ilaha illallah, la maqsood illallah. Anything is that we do, we don't intend anything other than Allah and to draw near to Him. And then a higher degree of la ilaha illallah, la mawjood illallah, nothing truly exists except Allah. And then a higher degree, la ilaha illallah, la mashhood illallah, nothing is witnessed except Allah. These are degrees of la ilaha illallah. And for those who reach the higher degrees, even though it's not shirk in the way that we normally think of it being that sin, that it's the only sin that Allah Ta'ala doesn't forget, but this is degrees of spiritual progression. And that the highest degree of unadulterated monotheism, belief, and the divine unity is to only see Allah in everything. And in everything doesn't mean that there's indwelling. There's no halul. It doesn't mean that there's union. It doesn't mean that Allah exists in His creation. No, we negate that. 
But what it means is that you witness the divine impact upon creation. And this is not done with the aql. It's not done with the mind. This is done with the qalb. This is done with the heart. Because the heart is the place of ma'rifah, of gnosis. The heart is the locus of knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah ta'ala bless us to move up in the ranks of recitation. May Allah ta'ala give us immense benefits in this month, Ya Arhamur Rahmin. And bless us to be able to recite his book in a way pleasing to him. Allahumma Ya Arhamur Rahmin. Bimahdi judika wa fadlika. Slowly through your generosity and slowly through your bounty, we ask you, Allah, to give us the best of that which you give those who recite your book, the best of understanding, the very best of implementation, and that all of the meanings of best, Ya Rahman recite your book, move us up in ranks of closest to you. Fi khayn wa fa'afiyah. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa alayhi wa sallam. Wa alayhi wa sallam. Wa alayhi wa sallam.